0: Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620, News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive everybody. Curtin Anthony here on this Thursday and joining us in studio now is Jeff Hand, and Jeff is running for the Burlington City Council in Ward 1 in the Town Meeting Day election on March 5th, and the elections are underway now. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning, Andrew. Great to be here. Really appreciate you all having me on the show. No worries. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for the donuts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. He brought us in donuts. Yeah, yeah. there we go. He knows how to start this out. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> I've
1: heard morning shows run on donuts, so I wanted to make sure we had enough
0: fuel here. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, way to sweeten us up. <laughs> um, so, so Jeff, let's start out. This your first time on the morning drive. You're running for city council. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, and what led you to this decision to run for city council this year.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kurt. I appreciate it. Um, I've lived in uh, Burlington for about 20 years, uh, in Ward 1 the whole time. Um, Worked downtown uh, at a small law firm uh, right on College Street. um, And really, you know, enjoyed living in in Burlington. Um, I've had a chance to be involved in a lot of different stuff in Burlington. Um, I've been uh, on the Development Review Board for the past eight years there. Um, and I've also served uh, on the board of the Burlington Boys and Girls Club for about 20 years. Um, so really, you know, I've had a chance to both be involved and see uh, the wonderful things going on in Burlington. Um, but I think like a lot of my neighbors and a lot of people in Burlington um, over the past you know, year or two have felt like um, things are headed in the wrong direction. There's a real challenging situation in Burlington right now. Um, there's still a lot of great things about it, but we need to put in a lot of hard work right now. Um, to address some of the public safety, housing, uh, and other issues that, that folks in our community are dealing with. So um, it felt like the right time to take the efforts I put into some of my other community work and focus it on the city council.
0: So you've obviously uh, been pretty involved in the community, it sounds like, over the last many years.
1: Yeah, I have. And, and you know, that work has really been rewarding. Um, you know, I think some of the best days I have are when I come back from board meetings and work at the Burlington Boys and Girls Club and just hear about the impact those kinds of organizations can have in the community and it, it's really you know that level of invest investment and effort um, makes a difference um, and so I, I want to see us put the time into dealing with some of our current challenges in the same way so we can move things forward
0: so Jeff the biggest issue uh, I think everybody agrees and it certainly took state front uh, center stage in the mayor's race in the caucus uh, that happened the big caucus that happened early December Uh, has been policing slash public safety. And I think that was far and away the issue that dominated that debate. All the candidates made it their number one issue. Um, And we had the candidates on the show, and we talked about about some of those issues. So let's go back a little bit, and we can also go forward. But first of all, what do you believe? All the candidates had to answer this for for the mayor's race, so (laughs) council should probably be the same. Um, In 2020, the city council passed a resolution that uh, essentially defunded the police to a, the tune of about, we lost uh, I think over 40% of our police yeah. department it was through attrition, but nonetheless, that resolution set us on that path. Yeah. Um, can you give us your thoughts on that resolution? Do you think it was a good idea or a bad idea?
1: Yeah, no, it's an important um, topic of conversation. And obviously it has had a real impact on where we are right now. Um, you know, I, when I look at that decision, obviously, now knowing what's occurred, I think it'd be difficult for anyone to say that was a good choice. Um, And when I think about that, what I really think about is how do we avoid that kind of mistake again? And, um, you know, I've worked for almost 20 years on a lot of complex policy issues in the state as a lawyer. Um, And I really think about those kinds of choices in how we deliver public services. It's a moment where you need to make sure you have a really good plan. And we didn't have a good plan for it may have been well intentioned in design in, in concept, but it wasn't well done, and we really see that impact now. Um, we don't have the social services to support that kind of change, and we've seen a dramatic uh, decrease in public safety because we don't have the police officers to do the work that is needed right now. Um, and I think, you know, when I think about residents in my ward and when I'm knocking on people's doors, I think when they call nine one one, they want to have someone respond to it and not get sent to a web form. Um, and obviously, we know, and I think we've, we've had some success in this area in Burlington that we should champion. Uh, you know, an officer doesn't need to go to every call. Um, there are other support services that can go depending on the call, but you need someone to, to, to respond.
0: So uh, you think it was, looking back, that it was clearly a mistake um, that put us in a tough position that we're still trying to basically dig out of?
1: I do, yeah, and I think when you look at the numbers, that's very clear. You know, you look at some of the information on on just the response services we lost. Um, that's you know, we don't have a street crimes unit right now. We're rebuilding the force, but it's going to take a really long time. Um, and obviously, all the problems we're dealing with right now in Burlington are not because of that that vote. You know, there are a lot of really challenging public health issues as well that are contributing to that. Um, our substance abuse. Uh, and misuse crisis, the homelessness issues, Um, but that decision made us less resilient as a community. We have less resources to deal with those forces that are now really changing the dynamic in the city.
0: Let's look back one more time at another issue, then we'll start talking about going forward a little bit, but um, uh, last year there was a um, ballot item, item on the ballot, question number seven, I think everybody referred to it, but it was Mm -hmm. a it would have created a, a committee of citizens, mm-hmm. um, which would have, it would have taken away the discipline from the chief mm-hmm. and created a new disciplinary committee mm-hmm. or department of citizens. And they, I think they set it up in a way that they couldn't have, couldn't have any connection to law enforcement. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that idea? And there's going to be another, it won't be that, but there's yeah. something else being talked about for oversight of the police now. Uh, which I know that the police still have concern about what's being proposed can you talk about the one from last year and the one that's being proposed this year yeah
1: absolutely no it's an important conversation Um, you know I think the issue of accountability is critical across our community and and we do need to have a police force that's accountable to the community Um, for policing to work I think we all need to be able to trust the police and there are folks in our community that that don't Um, and and I recognize that that's still an issue we need to rebuild that trust Um, I don't think the the model that was proposed in that prior ballot measure was the right approach. Um, And I'm interested in in what they're looking at now. Um, But I'm also looking at it from the perspective of, you know, we need to do things to support the police now um, and rebuild that force. And so I want to make sure we're setting up a system that doesn't discourage our recruiting efforts to get more police um, but it does really – you know, the police commission plays an important role in working with the police chief on these issues. And I want to make sure we have a system that it, at the very least codifies how that interaction works so that we have um, that important community and citizen input into, into the policing that's going on in, in our community, not just through the mayor's office, but through people who are really affected by policing.
2: Well, I um – I I think I I think it's important. I think I think you you've nailed it right there. Um, what uh, you know, you said you were. A, I love the fact that your path has been kind of uh, you know on the design review board, mm-hmm. uh, on the board of the boys and girls club. So you have this sense that you've been in the community for twenty years, and you, it's like a natural progression. And you're like you know, okay, I'm going to step up and serve. And uh, at city council level. So logically, my logic brain is like, this is the perfect path. This is how people, you know, the trajectory. Um, And we've got some calls for you. So I'll I'll table my uh, question, which is going to be about housing, because you've been on the DRB. So I really want to talk to you about housing. Absolutely. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive.
0: Yes, good morning. Um, You're going back to the police department for just a moment. Your answer seems to be, I don't know, a bit nuanced um, as I hear it. You said looking at the results now, you think it was a bad decision.
2: Did you think it was a bad decision at the time it was done?
1: Yeah, I I don't think I would have supported it at that time. There was a really good discussion at that time, and I can't remember the counselor that proposed it, but there was a proposal to to acknowledge the issues that we need to deal with um, that were the focus of that, but, but have a plan in place before we really made that tr- that choice to defund. And and I personally, sitting in that seat, I think I would have voted in favor of making sure before we made any changes to important community services, we had a very
0: clear plan for how we we're going to implement it. And I think that was a, an amendment by Councilor Jang and, I, and, uh, and now mayoral candidate, city councilor mayoral candidate from the Democratic Party, Joan Shannon, which basically jettisoned that language and – did a study.
1: I think that's right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we have to remember that was a a period of time when we were all really grappling with that, that relationship with policing and in our communities across the U S. So I recognize there was a real focus and concern at that moment, but we need to have a plan in place when we're doing something like that. Citizens deserve to know that it's going to be implemented. Well,
2: all right, well, let's go back to the phones. We've got another call for you. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. (laughs) Good morning. Uh, a couple months ago, the, the city council approved a uh, carbon impact fine for, mm-hmm. uh, for new development using natural gas to, to heat their homes. Um, I, I think that just makes uh, the cost of living more expensive in Burlington. Uh, what, what do you think about that? Do, do you think it makes uh, <laughs> the cost of living more expensive?
1: Yeah, the carbon impact fee has been, you know, something that's been discussed a lot in our community. Um, I actually have done a lot of work in in the climate space professionally, and I think it's a really important issue. It's a place where we often don't capture uh, the full impact that those emissions are having, both cost-wise and environmentally. So I do support the carbon impact fee that's been uh, established right now I think expanding it as some on the council are looking at right now it's not the we, we haven't even implemented the one we have right now we need to implement that and see how it's working into the caller's questions really analyze what the impact is on things like housing um, you know one of the things I'm very concerned about with the current plan to uh, sorry the new plan to increase the cost of, of that fee is that it's going to? It, I think it will very likely lead to a lot of unintended consequences. We need to study what we've approved, and and make sure it's not having a negative impact on on building housing in our community. Because it is a critical, that is behind public safety in my mind. The the lack of housing we have across the board
0: in Burlington is is really a critical issue. So you would not support this new proposal, which is being proposed without the, as you said, the the the, the one that's being implemented now hasn't even been implemented. I think that would be, as you said, increased fees, but also uh, a lot more buildings would come under like 50, right. they'd reduce, fees, that, yeah, they'd it, like 50,000 square feet, 25,000. Yeah, they'd reduce the size. And, and
1: you know the way it's, it's designed right now, we're really talking about having our biggest businesses and institutions deal with that fee. When you reduce the size down to the 25,000 um, square foot buildings, you're talking about bringing in most of the buildings along Church Street. A lot of places that don't have kind of capital investment plans that are able to deal with those kinds of requirements. And so we should implement it in stages. We do have a climate crisis, I believe that very firmly, um, and we need to take steps to address it. Um, but we need to do it in a way that's pragmatic and that really understands the impacts of what we're doing.
2: Okay. Well, we're talking with uh, Jeff Hand. He's a Democrat uh, running for Ward 1 in uh, Burlington uh, City Race coming up here shortly. We're going to take a quick two-minute break. If you have any questions or you want to join the conversation, 888 1-4-0-3-0-3. Call now because this is The Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT.
0: Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Curt and Anthony here. We're continuing our discussion now with City Council candidate and Ward One Democratic candidate Jeff Hand. If you have a question for Jeff, give us a phone, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, triple eight four one four zero three zero three. And I know Anthony wants to ask you about housing. Well,
2: I just think it's. Um... I think it's 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 very. I'm 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 pleased that somebody running for council has had design review board experience, and uh, now is the time. I just wanted to ask uh, your thoughts on the proposed Act 250 changes. And off the air, you said that you were on uh, the steering committee. S- the steering committee
1: proposing changes there. Yeah,
2: no, I I feel really
1: deeply about housing. It's an area that I work professionally. Um, I've worked on affordable housing issues. Uh, for a long time and and the experience of the DRB has been really valuable to see both how our ordinances currently work mm-hmm. and what they encourage and discourage and where we 're making progress and not making progress um, and and a part of that also is you know what are we doing to to encourage development where we want it and the DRB really just applies the ordinance and so you know part of my thinking on moving on into the council role is it gives you a more more direct input on changes to help address issues mm-hmm. like our housing crisis, which is across the board. We need more temporary housing, we need you know, more, more middle-income housing, and, and we need housing that's just affordable and available to everyone. Um, so one of those components in my mind not, is not just uh, addressing the ordinance, things like the neighborhood code that would make uh, more development and in, in in greater density in some areas in our, in our community. That's important and we need to pursue those things. Um, but we have this state overlay of Act 250 that in communities like Burlington that have a really comprehensive ordinance and are already addressing almost all of the issues, if not all of the issues, that would be dealt with in Act 250, it really it, – it restricts the amount we can do and the speed with which we can do it to address the crisis. And uh, I, I served on the steering committee at the state level um, to look at recommended changes uh, to Act 250. That recommendation just came out in December. Um, it was a really good process with a lot of different stakeholders, um, and you know they all had input into areas we we need to look at modernizing act two fifty and There were a lot of compromises there, but I think one of the themes that really came through clearly is in these places in in Vermont where we have very extensive comprehensive zoning and the capacity to build to meet our housing crisis, we should be doing that um, by responsibly reducing. The, the regulation in those areas that, that are where it's already covered by something else. So I, I do think we've seen projects at the DRB that are, you know, in downtown Burlington. We want people living there and working there. Um, it's a real benefit to the community. Um, but they're built at forty nine units. Yeah. Not sixty. Yeah. And every unit counts
2: in the sure. race, right? Imagine now. we if need more. <clears throat> the last ten uh, had 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 not had to have that goofy number, yeah. that'd be another hundred units. Exactly. Jeff, let me ask you someone just texted me and asked me to uh,
0: ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Um the DRB decision on cathedral demolition. Mm-hmm. What do you feel the court the council can do to uh, convince Preservation Burlington to drop their appeal?
1: <laughs> well, I, that's one I want I actually have to be careful on because our firm represents the city in that appeal. Um so it's an important issue. Um we are defending the city's uh, decision in that case. Um, I personally hope that we see something happen on that site. Um, I, you know, on the DRB, we have always struggled, and, and I did not participate in the DRB decision on that case. Um, but we always struggle with this issue of how do we preserve what we really value about Burlington and some of those resources, and how do we evolve? You had to recuse yourself. Um, I had to recuse myself from that that particular decision, um, and so I, it is a struggle our community is going to have to deal with. You know, we see it a lot at the DRB on things like. Uh, a, a small garage in the back of a, a relatively large house or a, or a carriage house that's in disrepair? And is that a historic resource we should be preserving or should we be uh, letting it evolve into into more housing? Um, and so I think those are things we're going to need to grapple with. That's a particularly unique site, um, but it is in our core downtown and I'd like to see something happen there.
0: Let's try to get a couple more <laughs> questions in here before the end. We've got just a couple minutes left, so probably have to be relatively short answers. Sorry about yeah. that, but um, chief Mirad, he mm-hmm. had a, he uh, it took a while before he became the permanent chief. He got a split vote uh, that withheld that for a while at six, six. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he comes before the council for a vote, if the new mayor puts him forward, do you expect to support chief Mirad to stay on? Um, I, I don't know the chief that well. I'm looking forward to getting to know
1: him a little bit better. Um, I'm glad that we have a permanent leader at the police force right now. I think that's really critical for what we're trying to do. Um, i don 't know I, I frankly don 't know if that would be required to come back and 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 re up him but i I would look closely at his plans for improving the police force. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to be a rubber stamp for the mayor, um, regardless of who it is. And I think I'd really think critically about, um, what, what his plans are for addressing our,
0: our, but do you think stability is important right now? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: no, I, I do think that's critical. As we talked about earlier, anything we can do to really, uh, improve our recruiting for the for that, that force is, is important.
0: Uh, the, there was a resolution in front of the council just the last couple of meetings ago, I think it was about, um the Israeli-Palestine conflict, and Mm -hmm. it really was sort of divided the community. And Mm -hmm. do you think those are resolutions that should be before the council? Yeah, it's
1: a really tough issue. And I think like everyone looking at that situation over there, it it
0: really pains me.
1: I mean, it's it's a horrific situation, but I'm not an expert in international affairs and in that issue. And I guess my my view is no, we, you know, we, we should be focusing on the issues we can have an impact on here in the community. And there are a lot of them that we need to be focused on right now. And I'm worried when we try to take things like that really complex international issues that have a long history and really strong feelings on both sides and try to boil them down to one, uh, you know, yes or no vote on a ballot. um, It's, it concerns me.
0: And if you give me a quick thought on this, I sort of feel like as a resident of the new North end that after public safety and policing, that affordability and property taxes are maybe the number two issue. Yeah. Uh, there's been some big increases in city budgets. What do you think needs to be done to sort of get things under control? Yeah, well, we need to we we really need to look closely at
1: how we're delivering those services. Um, and you know, I I think as someone who's managed a, a businesses um, finances and who's worked with a lot of nonprofits on financing, um, I. Really digging into the details and making sure we're e- each thing we're doing is as effective as possible is going to be critical. And all these issues we're talking about, like housing, um, really, you know, we need, to, we need to
0: build and develop more responsibly so that we can really help alleviate some of those pressures. <clears throat> if somebody wants to get a hold of you, Jeff Hand running for City Council, Ward 1, how do they do it?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, we've got a website up. It's Jeff. It's actually Jeff with a G, G-E-O-F-F, uh, for the number four burlington or btv.com so jeff dot btvcom and email is the same but just at gmail
0: all right jeff hand he's running for as a democrat for city council in ward one thanks for your initial time on the morning drive
2: thank you Good thanks for coming here. in all right well get your questions ready the pet vets will begin right after the